Hey, y'all, you're listening to the Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Dodder. To learn more about today's reading or to read along with us, check out jointhejourney.com. Thanks for joining. I am in the podcast studio for the third time, third time's the charm with Mr. J.D. Rogers. What's up, everyone? Happy to be here. J.D., glad you're back. We've gotten to know you a little bit on the podcast, but you and your team, y'all have a big event coming up. Yes. If you are a young adult listening to Join the Journey right now, if you have not heard about Awaken coming up this Labor Day weekend, September 3rd through 5th, highly recommend you check out Awaken.live and get all the details there. Imagine thousands of young adults from all over the country coming together to lift up Jesus and just enjoy each other's fellowship. It's going to be so fun. So we hope to see you there. Tickets again are at Awaken.live. And parents, if you've got young adult children, could be a great birthday present, mm-hmm. early Christmas present. You don't want to miss it. But that's in September. Today, yep. we are in James 1. So, J.D., yes. take it away. What you got for us? James 1. There's so much packed in this chapter that we could talk about. He talks about testing and how uh, we're supposed to count all joy when we go through different ch- trials and how we're, it will produce steadfastness. And then he goes off about how a double-minded man is unstable. And then it's really subtle, but you have to notice the difference. He goes from testing to temptation. Mm. And if you just kept reading, you might think those two things are the same thing, but they're not. There's They're very different things. And so what you should know that they're both, what's in common of testing and temptation is they're both allowed and permitted by God. Hmm. Although God is maybe not the origin of like temptation, for example, yeah. he is allowing the tempter to tempt us, both because God is sovereign over all things. Um, just because he is not what's creating it doesn't mean he's not allowing it. And so just something uh, from the Bible that's easy to differentiate is the story of Job. We see God allowing testing in Job's life. And then we also see different moments where he actually allows temptation to not trust God. And there's things presented where he could, you know, denounce God and allow tempting. And the 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 testing looked more like kind of outward circumstantial things. Like his family getting sick. Exactly. And people were mourning with him. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to even look more of a practical view in the Bible of what tempting looks like, I mean, just think about when Satan himself was tempting Jesus in the wilderness. In the wilderness. Something, again, allowed by God, Jesus being God. And so both God was sovereign over and he allowed, but both have an op- the way that you can differentiate is to see what God intends for them to produce. And so in testing, we see here in James 1 that God intends for testing and trials. He allows them in our life to produce steadfastness and perseverance and dependence on him. You can cross over to Romans chapter 5 and we see how suffering in the end results in character building and dependence and then ultimately peace. And so the peace um, that doesn't put us to shame. Exactly. And so we see that a lot of times in the midst of the storm and trials in our life, a lot of the questions we ask is, God, where are you? And it's so easy to forget. And that's why James is reminding us that here, hey, it's God's kindness in a lot of ways that he allows the testing and trials in our life and that he'll even produce those things around us. Why? So we are forced to look up and not at ourselves. We're, or our we're, circumstances. Exactly. We're forced to look at him, the one who's in control of every circumstance. And, you know, I think people might have heard this quote, but a lot uh, I've heard a lot, of, just in a lot of different spaces, uh, 
you don't let circumstances dictate God. You let God dictate your circumstances. And so that's why we are allowed testing and trials. Now, temptation, what we see here in James 1, is that if you let temptation conceive in your flesh, it will produce sin. So testing produces steadfastness. Temptation, if you allow it, produces sin. Hmm. Again, in the same way, if in testing, God's saying you have a choice, try to depend on yourself or to trust me with temptation, he's saying, hey, try to depend on what you're being tempted with or trust me, choose me. And what I want to distinguish here is I think a lot of people can feel really guilty if they are tempted. So a lot of, you know, I've heard from young adult men working with young adults, hey, it's because I have a desire to like look at pornography or because I have a desire um, to lust after women, does that mean that I am sinning? Hmm. And I want to make sure that we see here when James kind of uses this analogy of kind of like a birth, it's intentional because what he's saying is on its own, temptation is not the sin. It's, you know, temptation is because of the fall. Yeah. It's a result of we are underneath three sources of bondage. We see in Ephesians 2, um, Satan, our flesh, and the world and culture. And all of those three things are constantly because of our sin nature, calling us to desire to fulfill the and gratify the desires of the flesh and not the spirit. And so we're constantly in this like inner war. And so when you're presented with the opportunity to sin by maybe looking at um that guy or that girl for too long or um, thinking about that thing and letting it turn to a lustful thought, that's when it produces sin. Right. So it's when temptation meets fleshly desires and you act upon it that gives birth to sin. And then that eventually, if you continue to feed it, will lead to death. Does that make sense? Oh, am, yeah. I, am I making sense? Yeah. So what, is, what does it look like practically? Either way, whether I'm un, in a t experiencing a test or being tempted, either way, I want to be faithful. I want to be proven steadfast. How do I practically make the right choice in mm -hmm. those in those situations? Yeah, I'll give an example for both real quick. Um, when I think about a testing or a trial in my life, we're nearing August 5th, which will be uh, the seventh year anniversary of my dad's passing. Um, he died of cancer seven years ago. And I remember... In that season of when my dad, being an amazing man, a pastor, when he died of cancer, there was nothing in me that could fathom that God was good despite my dad's death. Like I just, in the moment, my mind could not comprehend why would this happen? Yeah, how and God allow it? It's so crazy when you read Romans 5, when you read James 1 and you see what God, if you surrender to him, mm -hmm. what he will do with that trial— um, if you'll study theology and see how even that trial actually came to be, if you were to ask me today, hey, if you could go back and rewrite the story and you could change where your dad would not have died of cancer, would you? Obviously, I would love to have any day with my dad. Right. But on it, my answer is no. Because really? of what it's produced. It has produced a dependence and an intimacy on the Lord that is greater than anything my earthly father could have given me. And he was a godly man. Godly he man. He loved the Lord. And and yeah, he led me to the Lord, but I still, what that suffering produced was it forced me to my knees. 
and it, and, it, and it forced this surrender to go, my life is in your hands and I trust you. And I look at that moment and how it's led to every moment in my story since then. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, none of these things, I wouldn't be on this podcast right now. I truly believe it. You can trace this moment back to what happened with that surrender from that trial. And I don't know what my story would be. I don't know if I would have met my wife. There's so many things that came from that place of surrender. And so, and then the best part is I will get to spend eternity with my dad in heaven. And so it's like, man, I get to have this kind of intimacy with God on earth and spend eternity with my father. You've got the hope. Exactly. So the practical thing right there is surrender. And that sounds so cliche, but a daily choice that even when seven years later, August 5th comes up and I'm like, man, I would love for him to have met my wife. I would love to have officiated my wedding. All these thoughts are going to come up going, God, I choose you. I choose to trust you. I choose to surrender this hurt and this pain to you. With temptation, it's kind of the same thing. You come at the crossroads of God or sin. Temptation is presented to you. So let's just track down if it's um, a temptation to lie, to make yourself look look, look, look better, better. Yeah. around some people that you care about what they think of you. The solution practically is trust and surrender. Mm-hmm. You're reminding yourselves of what's, yourself of what's, of true. what's true. And yeah. then you're saying, okay, God, this circumstance, this situation, this desire, I'm surrendering before you. Yeah. And something I've learned that Satan will do is he will look at how you are responding to the testing and the trials as a opportunity in that vulnerability to present the temptation. So it was in the times where like I was underneath extreme trial where I was like, man, me and God are kind of rocky because I'm upset was where the most temptation was presented in front of me because what does Satan want? He wants to steal, kill, and destroy my life and to take me away from God. And so choose life, choose trust, choose surrender. And um, man, whether you're going through extreme temptation or you're going through extreme suffering and testing, may we all um, believe that, hey, God has allowed this for a reason. And my response is to surrender to him and to trust him. That's so good, JD. Thanks for sharing. And I'm so glad we are all on this journey reading the Bible together. Thanks for listening. Did you know you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? Leaving a review helps others more easily find the podcast and read along with us. So we'd love your help.